Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Holtcast. Cole Petum here. As always, and of course, we're here to talk all things Aston Villa Football Club with a 4-1 delicious away European win um, in Elkmar, of course, against AZ Elkmar, most importantly on this fine Thursday. You'll all be hearing this brain early on the Friday, so hopefully everyone is having a fantastic Friday leading into hopefully an even better Villa-related weekend, of course, as they play Luton on the Sunday. But hopefully we'll get to that at the very end of this podcast. But it's not just me here, of course. We do have the fantastic Neil Dunworth as well. So, Neil, how's it going for you? Absolutely fantastic, Cole. Uh, brilliant 4-1 away from home in, in European football what's not to love about that second 4-1 win in the space of what five days six days so absolutely over the moon and uh, this Aston Villa team might be good Cole we might, they, they might be good I, I, I mean Neil are you, are you a little uncomfortable with the success because I, I, I'm enjoying it very much so but at some point I wonder when does the fun stop because we know with Villa it does eventually stop but is it going to ever at this point well, I'm of a certain vintage call whereby I was lucky enough to be around and be a Villa fan in 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, you know, when European football was almost a given. And, and, and I think I got in the ground floor with regards to that one and thought it was never going to end seeing two League Cup victories in, 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 sh- in short succession there. So, um, you know, all good things do come to an end, but uh, I'm not here to listen. I'm not here to think about that, should I say. I'm here to enjoy it and, and enjoy it we should because um, a, a lot of it is down to team mentality and not, a lot of it is down to team ethic and a lot of it is down to team manager as well. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a really, really uh, positive and hopeful and exciting time to be an Aston Villa fan. Absolutely. And I mean, this was probably the most interesting uh, fixture or two fixtures in the group stage for Villa, just as soon as these matches got announced and the groups were drawn in the uh, Conference League. Of course, everyone always thought that AZ would be the club Villa kind of measure up to see where they kind of fare in terms of European quality. And um, yeah, that blew everyone's expectations out of the water um, and basically just wiped out a whole nation <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Just a fantastic result, of course, just to break down the score lines for those fine people that may have not had a chance to look back at it. If you've been living under a rock, of course, Leon Bailey scoring in the 13th minute, followed by a lovely finish from Yuri Tillemans in the 23rd minute from McGinniesta's assist. Lovely ball there. I still can't get over that one. Of course, then you're looking at Ollie Watkins in the 51st minute. Of course, Super Ollie Watkins always scoring now. I think it's something like, is it 14 goals in the last 15 appearances or something like that, Neil? Oh, cron- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, he's he's just on fire, put it that way. You know, he's, he's yeah, uh, I don't know the statistics. <laughs> there was me ruthlessly trying to Google it as you, as, as you mentioned it. No, I'm not going to find it in time. I'm just going to trust you on this one, Cole. 
Well, I did see it on I did see it on Twitter three times, so I'm gonna go with that. But I thought maybe there's a chance that I could throw you under the bus and you've seen that tweet as well. So <laughs> let's just go with that as well. And of course, John McGinn scoring the 56th minute doing the vintage John McGinn celebration with the goggles, Leon Bailey getting an assist. I mean, Neil, the one player I do want to talk about first and foremost, we'll we'll get to Tillemans, who I mean, early show, he'll be my player of the match man the match whatever you want to call it for this one uh, i mean leon bailey have we unlocked like a super seon version with the jack Grealish x socks low down and he's just i don't know unleashed some kind of ungodly ability away from home it, it just it never happened from him away from home and and now it hit it has and i mean what did you make of his performance today yeah leon bailey was brilliant today he did everything that we expected him to do when he first came to the club um, you know, he was a powerful running today. He's intelligent play with the ball at his feet, didn't overplay it, um, was just right in his in, in his touch and, and, and in his delivery for uh John McGinn's goal. His technique for his own goal was just superb. And uh the the the, the superb interlinking play with that with Ollie Watkins for Watkins goal. Yes, I know his 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 shot was easily saved by uh, Matt Ryan, who just basically pushed it into the path of uh Ollie Watkins. Uh, but uh, Leon Bailey did some some superb work for that goal, and uh, he, he was just brilliant all, all, all the way through tonight. That's the player we we expected to sign. That's the player we all knew was in there. You know, take some players a long time to get their sea legs at uh, when they when they move clubs. Leon Bailey hasn't had the easiest time of it with injuries, and you know it's he, he very well may not start at the weekend against Luton. Um, but this club needed somebody to step up in the absence of Buendia or in the absence of signing another striker. And, you know, we signed um, we signed Zaniolo and, 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 and Zaniolo is finding his sea legs as well, you know, and that's okay too. You know, we can give give him time. Um, but Leon Bailey, uh, the consistency with Leon Bailey is something that we're really going to look at now. And if he can put out performances like that, we've, you know, it's going to be really exciting front line that we can, we can put out there with himself, Diaby and Ali Watkins. And I think the reason that I mentioned Diaby there as well is that the obvious kind of um, correlation you could draw towards his, his uptick in form, which has been pretty much throughout this whole season is the arrival of somebody that he knew in Moose at Diaby and, and, uh, and and that might be uh, you know the settling factor he needs because he's very much seems to be a confidence player an emotional player that needs to be needs to to feel loved i suppose to be able to play well and and um you know whatever people said to him before he went out in the field tonight say it every single weekend because uh he put in some really really great performances and really good really good really good teamwork as well tonight as well which is something that he's probably not done previously uh, going on solo runs he was intelligent with regards to where his teammates were tonight and uh absolutely leon bailey take a bow you 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 were brilliant today Absolutely. And it's kind of nice for him to get that duck off his back in terms of an away performance, a solid away one at that, Neil. And I I think the most pleasing thing for me, I mean, I always felt like for some reason, a European competition might be very, very good for Leon Bailey. Some of these teams, you can have a lot more time on the ball, of course, compared to the Premier League. And of course, today, we all kind of figured that AZ Alkmaar would come at Villa and they pressed very, very early and very, very high. I mean, we, we, we can all think of Emmy Martin as holding on to the ball for it felt like 50 minutes <laughs> at the start. And I mean, I do love yeah. that. It, it's shithouse. And it's also, you know what, we're not going to give away the ball because there's no open lanes and we don't have to. I, I love how it's such a, 
it's such a simple concept of we're, we're just going to keep the ball and, and until we find a, a good passing lane or a good opportunity. It's a, something that sounds very simple, but a lot of players and coaches just don't pull it off. And I, I felt like that really helped Leon Bailey today, especially with Alkmaar's press. The amount of times he was just able to bypass that because the defense and the, the likes of Kamara and Louise were able to kind of weave their way out of that pressure. It just really opened it up for him. And of course, with the finish, with the assist, I mean, it's just one hell of a performance, but let's get to the the man of the moment. I think a lot of people are going to be talking about Yuri, uh, Yuri Tilleman, sorry, of course. I mean, stepping up with a goal, playing in that 10. I, I, Neil, I think it's fair to say we found another number 10 in the squad. Do you think so? Um, yeah, and, and, and to be honest with you, it's always the, the, the spot I felt I would be most comfortable playing him in this team when he was signed. Um just because of uh, of of what he brings to the team and you know he is another guy who's supremely confident in his abilities um he's not like he's not a complete footballer but he's got really great feet and what i mean by that is that uh when you give him the ball you can see how active he is with the ball at his feet with the ball with the ball not at his feet he's not the most active player tactically speaking but putting him in that 10 position it's that 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 might be something that how would I put this? Like I spoke about Buendia and 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 previously and 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 the pockets of space that Buendia found, um, when he was with the or last year when he was when he was starting, you know, they were great outballs to be able to play through the center that stopped us having to rely on going wide. This year they've been a bit harder to come by, um, but we've still gotten the job done by going wide and by by maybe um. I suppose owning possession, you know, Pau Torres playing at the back. But when you've got Tielemans in there and you've got the pace of, of uh, Leon Bailey that can pull out wide and you've got Ali Watkins who just put in a supreme centre-forward uh, display this evening. You know, having somebody like Tielemans who's so confident with the ball at his feet and is willing to make that or to try that that Maverick-type pass uh, is is really interesting. And, and, and if Unai Emery can harness even 5 or 10% more from Yuri Tielemans uh, on top of what we had tonight. We're cooking with gas in that aspect, you know, and, and and very, very quickly, you know, you begin to look at where would we even go to strengthen in this team? You know, yes, we're going to need depth, and Yuri T- having, but having depth like with the likes of Zaniolo, Tielemans, um, and, and, and some other players that we had on the bench there tonight, you know, specifically the two center halves who came out, came off the bench or came, came off the training ground cold, not having started the game together. I thought they were brilliant. Depth is looking really, really interesting and really, really good. And, you know, January's around the corner. Where do we strengthen? And we will strengthen in one or two positions. But, you know, you, you, you kind of feel comfortable, even, not comfortable, but you kind of feel happy with, with, with the, with, maybe 19 players in your squad all of a sudden. And, and that's a great way to be for Aston Villa because that's not something that we could have ever said uh, in the past 10 years, really. So uh, absolutely, you know, round of applause for Yuri Tielemans. He's, his ability with the ball has never been questioned. It's about finding his position within this team and not trying to be somebody else. Because when you played him as a six, he tried to be Bubakar Kamara and he's not Bubakar Kamara. When you played him as maybe a central eight, he tried to be Douglas Louise and he's, more like Douglas Louise than he is Bubakar Kamara, but he's not as good. So him finding his own role in this team is going to be really important. And uh, I think he went a long way to doing it tonight. Absolutely. I think it just shows that, of course, playing further up does suit him. And I, I think in terms of, um, 
his speed and durability that does suit that playing play style as well. But of course, if push comes to shove, you know, he could probably do a job in that holding role if absolutely needed. It's good to have options, you know, with one player playing a few different positions as well. And it's great to see him finally get off the mark and just get some people off his back. And I think after this one, that'll probably do that for hopefully a good portion of the Villa fan base. But Neil, I mean, I kind of draw similarities to the West Ham result from the weekend, of course, not just because that was a 4-1 um, scoreline as well, but in terms of being up 2-0 and you know how things can go, we could concede and then do we become a little bit of uh, a little bit shaky, a little bit nervous. And of course, against West Ham, we conceded that wasn't the case and we just blasted them from there on out and scored two more. But I mean, really, from as soon as the whistle went in the second half it was just back onto the full throttle another goal from Watkins begin what four or five minutes after that and of course they score I mean a very good goal you have to get them plaudits in the 65th minute uh from Sadiq from uh was it Martin's Indy of uh, Stoke fame mm-hmm. of course if you can remember all the way back from then it's just it's one of those performances for me where everyone could say it's a complete performance or that Um, Elkmar had their opportunities Um, Villa were lucky in some instances and you can say that's true but I mean in terms of just an all-round performance one that I think Unai Emery is going to be relatively pleased with you would have to put this up there and I mean in terms of European night it's probably going to be one that most people don't forget for a long while isn't it yeah look away days are away days in Europe are, are different. You just had to see the way the Villa fans were before the game, you know, being in that fan area, traveling to Amsterdam. I, I must say as well, though, a lot of guys didn't get there. There was a lot of flights canceled today as well, which was, uh, which was a real shame. Um, I know a couple of people who had their flights canceled. I know a couple of people who had gotten to Amsterdam and were traveling to Alkmaar and people who had their tickets uh, their flights were cancelled, so therefore these people who were in the Netherlands couldn't go to the game because uh, of the uh, because of the fact that the, the, the flights were cancelled. But there was about a thousand Aston Villa fans there tonight, and um, Una Emery made comment about them afterwards that that was for them and that they sang their hearts out, and they were brilliant. They were brilliant throughout the day. Um, Alkmaar is a difficult place to go to. It's it's a hostile atmosphere. The fans there have have been known to be hostile as well in the past. Um, you just have to look at the at the West Ham game last season, and even the 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 clashes they had with like your Warsaw uh, fans uh, earlier earlier on in this competition. Um, but the fans really made it. They really really made it for Aston Villa today in the fan area. They were singing songs. They were having having the crack, and uh, you know a big hat tip to those guys as well because, as you said, uh, this will be one that people will will remember for a while. And the reason they'll remember it is because. Go away in Europe is difficult no matter where it is. It's a spectacle for those who go away. And also for a team like us that has been starved of European football, this will harken back to like like that game against Letigo Madrid with Stan Collymore scored the goal. Um, you know, and we just couldn't get it done in the end. You can have these magical nights, you know, in European football. And uh, uh while, while and this one will definitely be one that will define our our, our campaign within the groups within the group series of this, but I hope it isn't the one that they, they can't. They, well, we live in our memory. I hope it isn't the one that defines our European campaign this season because uh, you know we should have earmarks or we should have uh, uh, ambitions and winning this whole thing. And uh, this has been a good stepping stone to do. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Absolutely. And I, I think it's just one of those things in the commentary team um, that I was listening to said it as well winning just kind of breeds good habits and you can tell Villa are in just that mood they've been in quite a bit of success this season this would be the fifth win in all competitions on the bounce and just good things are happening and when you put in I mean whatever kind of aspect of life or even away from sport when you put in good things hopefully good things happen and that's just the way Villa are right now it's and like we've kind of said at the very start, it's weird and unusual because Villa have been up and down for as long as I can remember, at least as a Villa fan. And it's something new, especially for a lot of the younger generation, too. But when you sit back and you look at this performance in particular, it was just so well prepared, so thought out, so methodical. There wasn't really any time where we thought, you know what, this is typical Villa being very hurried, very panicky very kind of out of place. It didn't really seem like there was any real major question marks throughout the game. Of course, there's a little bit of luck. I would like to think that happens. Of course, they have a couple offsides in the first half that, of course, could have ended up being goals. But again, good positioning. It didn't matter. And that's just Villa doing their thing, doing their thing under Unai Emery. And you know what? Sticking to their responsibilities. But I mean, Neil, this is a mental stat, and it doesn't have just to do with this game. 39 goals, um, according uh, to Stato um, on Twitter, in 15 games this season. I mean, <laughs> it's just unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, 2.3, what's that? Uh, 39 goals? Yeah, yeah, that's that's insane. That's nearly three goals a game. Um, that's That's crazy, you know. Considering we've also had games where we've only scored one goal, you know, and I know the Brighton game has, has a lot to do with that. And these last two games being four ones as well has a lot to do with it. But we've been good money for all of it. You know, we've been good money for those wins. Yes, we had two losses at the start of the season to Liverpool and to Newcastle. I think it's probably fair to say in the balance of balance of probability or the balance of, of all available evidence, we've righted the ship from those. We aren't getting caught with those easy raking um balls, uh, diagonal balls anymore like we were in those two games. And we're really unlocking our, our attacking prowess at the top of the field. So we're a completely different team than we were at the start of the season. And it's because of the tweaks that Unai Emery has made. And, and and it's very much down to him. You know, we couldn't buy goals under Steven Gerrard. And, and not bringing up Steven Gerrard, but even like under previous managers as well, we've been maybe a 1-0 team or a 2-1 team. You know, under Unai Emery, Big score lines are happening a lot, and even so much so since the very first game that he that he he managed us three one to Manchester United. We just don't beat Man United. Never mind scored three goals, and we did. So a lot to be said for him. You know, we're, we we've we've eclipsed the year anniversary of him uh, becoming Aston Villa manager, and, and a lot of this is down to him. But you know, goals win games, 
and defenses win championships. Um, and I'm not saying that we're going to win the championship, but if we can score, if we can hold every team to one goal based on our on, on that goal scoring record that you you just read out, we have a massive chance against any team, not just teams around us or not just teams in this European uh, Europa Conference League. We have a chance against any team if we can hold them to one goal the way that we're playing at the moment. And that's bloody exciting. Oh, it's amazing. And that works out to be 2.6 goals per game, which is definitely the highest <laughs> I've ever seen it from a, a Villa team. And of course, form, it ebbs and it flows. It goes up and down. I'm sure that's not going to be it for the rest of the season. If that is it for the rest of the season, we would probably win the Premier League <laughs> because it's just, yeah. that would be ridiculous. I mean, I mean, if Leicester did it, who knows at this rate, uh, we can dare to dream all in all. But um, th- the thing that I found interesting about this one in particular, I mean, it is efficiency. You look at, of course, 53% possession for Villa, 47 to Alkmaar. They had 11 shots with three on target. We had five shots with five on target. That's where you can tell that Villa are making the most of their opportunities. And that's what I love to see. It's not just aimless kind of through balls, crosses, hoping we kind of latch on to it and something happens. And you know what? Those moments are going to happen because every team does get desperate and either it comes off or it doesn't. But when you look at today and you look at that, those kind of shot statistics in particular, it's just it, it's mind blowing to see how efficient this filicide is and the way that everyone's kind of coming along on just kind of one train ride, humming along together, going to one destination. Because I don't know how many times, Neil, in the past, it felt like there was about 89 different trains. They're all going different ways. And all the players were on basically three individual ones, if that's somehow even physically possible, which it isn't. But nonetheless, let's get over to our three word reviews on Twitter. Of course, you can tweet us at 7500 to hold post-match. Usually it goes out five to ten minutes after the final whistle and you can have your say. So this is just a little bit of a heads up to Neil to get his three word review already and set to go. (laughs) I was there three, one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. That's three words. (laughs) It's okay. I do this to everybody and they know it's coming and they still panic. So I haven't even come up with one yet. So we'll see if mine is just absolutely shambolic here in just a moment. But let's start off with our very own Simon O'Regan, who is in Elkbar. And hopefully, Simon, if you're listening to this, you do eventually make it home from a drunken stupor. Um, all in all, be safe, of course. But he says, we are fucking brilliant. Um, Gaza says, pissed it, mate. Uh, Jazz says, oh, sorry. We on. are fucking brilliant is four, four words. No, sorry. I mispronounced <laughs> that. We're. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said he was in a drunken stupor. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll we'll just say it's four. He he wrote down three, but he probably won't realize this. So then he'll think he'll made a mistake. So let let's go with that one deal. Um, Jazz Singh says we are class. Chris Quain Tillemans is alive. Uh, Smithwick says super. Jonathan McGinn. Uh, Helen says simply the best. Uh, Michael is coming in with Tillemans up top. Graham says absolutely. Uh, uh, sorry absolutely bloody brilliant i don't know why i butchered that one um stackabo says hard to handle and let's do three more because why not seamus says class all over uh ben redding effing great result and let's finish it off with let's see here let's let's stir up some england debate because why not there's going to be another break here before we know it um simon palmer coming in with Watkins over Kane. So let's just leave that at that. Neil, what is your three-word review? 
sending a message. Simple. Very good. Cryptic. 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 Yeah, yeah. People, people will take note of that. People will take note of that result. Very, yeah, very Dr. Tony of you to uh, come up with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I will go with, I mean, I could be very, very boring and just say super Unai Emery. Um, but I'm just going to go with um, Emery statue soon. There we go. Uh, I'll go with that. That's not a very good sentence, but all in all, it is three words. So we will take that. Well, Neil, we've come to the time of the podcast where we try to figure out our man of the match, player of the match, give our match balls to, of course, everyone knows mine because I said it at the very start, but who would you give your man of the match slash match ball to? I think I have to give it to Leon Bailey. I have to, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had a goal and two assists today and I just thought that was his best performance in an Aston Villa shirt. Uh, There were many people that you could have given it to. I thought John McGinn was outstanding. I thought, as you mentioned, uh, Yuri Tielemans was outstanding. Um, But uh, Leon Bailey for me, uh, well, actually, I'd nearly give it to Ollie Watkins alone for that sequence of play prior to his goal, that chest down and the support run. Like, if you're a young kid and you're watching out to play center fo- play plays the center forward and you're not the biggest guy in the world, you know, to have that ingenuity to be able to have a perfect chest pass into somebody's path, turn, leave your defender, leave the defender who admittedly was a defensive midfielder uh, until about three years ago, and then leave him for dead as you make a support run beside one of the fastest players in the team and be there to tap the ball in. Ollie Watkins was fantastic, but um, my man of the match was Leon Bailey. And... Uh, I, as I say, if we can unlock that Leon Bailey, as we spoke about previously, you know, that's, that's really exciting because pace is frightening and it's un, it's untrainable and it's unteachable. So uh, well done, Leon Bailey today. Yeah, I would give you a man of the match. Fair enough. Like I said, for mine, I went with Yuri Tillemans. I think, to be honest, either of them um, are candidates. I think you can make arguments for either. And you mm. know what? We could even just give it a, a 50-50 share. So let's do that for the first time in Holtcast history because why the hell not of course neil like i mentioned a few moments ago of course or at the very start of the podcast at least looting away on sunday how are you feeling about this one because of course we saw some rotation um today especially with the center back pairing um of course bailey dropping in as well and there was some um, substitutions later on that will probably kind of keep us in mind of who will drop back into the side and who will drop out but how are you feeling ahead of this one it's a home game i feel like we're gonna win we we we've an unbelievable home record, and um, like you know, come come to Villa Package or Peril is is what I say to people, and and I'm not being overly confident. Look, any team can beat can still beat this Aston Villa team on their day, um, because the Premier League is still somewhat competitive if you're not wearing a light blue jersey and hail from the 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 other side of the tracks in Manchester. But um, <clears throat> you know, I think. I think Aston Villa should be absolutely confident. Um, as I said, the, my three-word synopsis was sending a message. You know, the the, the Luton guys would be watching that today and going, "Okay, um, how many like like how many of these guys do we? How many of these runners do we have to look at? How many of these runners do we have to keep an eye on? Where where do we? You know, you know how how do we stop in the middle and be out wide at the same time?" Um, also, you know, they're going to be thinking they still have Kanza, they have Pau Torres to come back in here again as well. And and, and Modi Abbey didn't even start the game today. So Aston Villa should be confident at the weekend. You know, we'll make it 12 games unbeaten or 12 wins uh, at home in a row. And and it's Fortress Villa Park is very much a thing. And um, I I 
I'm very, very hopeful and excited for how, how the weekend goes. Yeah, absolutely. I was looking up just kind of how Luton were doing because, of course, I, I know they've been struggling quite a bit, but it's quite interesting when you look at it. They haven't conceded more than, um, let's see, more than two goals since August 25th. Of course, there's been two international breaks since then, but every game since literally that 3 0 um, loss against Chelsea on August 25th, every game has been within a one goal margin, whether it be a loss or a win. Of course, there's um, a draw with Forrest last weekend as well. So they're adapting to Premier League life fairly well defensively. They're, they're starting to figure things out there. I think Villa will have to keep in mind with that and maybe even look to how they played and kind of set up against Spurs as kind of a result. I'm not saying, you know what I am saying, we're good as Spurs, screw it, because we're just brilliant right now. Because you know what? I, I don't care if people want to call us cocky. Villa are very, very good. And I'm just going to ride that positive wave. And I think we all have to. But I think a lot of people will look at this as a potential bogey game. And there's no real preface behind that. And they'll think it's typical old Villa to lose like something like this. But there's really no reason. I think there's a very small percentage of the fan base that should even feel that to be honest with the amazing home record, the form overall, I think you just go into this one full of confidence and expect nothing but a win. And I I think that's more than fair and more um, than deserved at this point in time. And I mean, like I said before, I think we have to expect a win and usually we don't do score predictions, but if you're going to give one for this, what would you go with? Um, what go to nil Villa. Fair enough. You know what? I'm yeah. going to go 3 0 because why the hell not? We're 2.6 um, goals yeah. per game right now. Let, let's let's keep that going. Let's make it like 2.7 or something like that. Let's round that up to a perfect three at some point and then And then we can be happy, happy folks. But anyways, Neil, I think we'll wrap things up there. Thank you very much for joining me as ever. If anyone wants to find any of your fantastic work, where can they find it? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Love McGrath Pod. We were actually just having a conversation about social media and stuff before we came on there. So I'm going to plug the other ones if you don't mind as well. Call, uh, so Twitter at Love McGrath Pod on Facebook as well, which is uh, <coughs> um, something that I completely neglect and I forget to I, for, I forget to mention at all times. But you find us on Facebook there. This is the beauty about having the only podcast with Paul McGrath's name in it that I know of. So if you just Google Paul McGrath podcast, you'll probably find us. But uh, thanks a million, Cole, for, for having us on and uh, really, really appreciate it. Well, absolutely. You saved my biscuit with all my co-hosts having busier lives than I. So <laughs> um, it's much appreciated. And like I said, we'll leave things there. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Talk Aston Villa. Of course, you can tweet the team at 7500. Hopefully Twitter still exists tomorrow. Who knows at this rate, like we we're talking about in terms of um, <laughs> social media and Twitter. It's just a mental place these days. Of course, if you want to go on Facebook as well, I probably should plug that. There's almost 100,000 of you Villa fans on in that uh, page or follow that page at least. So just search 7500 Holt. Uh, there's usually posts going out daily, so be sure to check that out, of course. But anyways, of course, if you want to check out the website, it's www.7500holt.sbnation.com. And if you want to email anything over podcast related, send it to holtcast at gmail.com. We should be back hopefully bright and early on the Monday morning for another podcast post Luton. Hopefully three points there, but we'll see you then, hopefully. And don't forget, up the villa.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 